From one card to 15, the Ridge is the last wallet you will ever need. RFID blocking to protect your information and offered with free worldwide shipping and a lifetime guarantee. And to save 10% on your next Ridge wallet, go to ridgewallet.com and type the code Wallet Inspector. Ridge Wallet, it's the wallet for you. <laughs> and now, say cheese. With a dry cool wit like that, I could be an action hero. <laughs> <laughs> With a dry cool wit like that, I Who would have thought that our visit to Scratchy Lane would turn out to be our best vacation ever? Four finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by popculture.com.au. I am Dando. I am Mitch. Today we're here to review Itchy and Scratchy Land, one, one of, the of best. your favourites. One of the very, very best of this season. And that's saying a lot because this season has a lot of very, very bests in it. But this one is truly fantastic. It's a very unique episode, isn't it? It is, in that it's largely a movie parody uh, tied in with a road movie. Like, there's a lot going on that doesn't happen in many other episodes. It's got one foot in the family comedy camp and one foot in the surreal comedy camp. And I also exciting with animation because it's a road trip movie. We see so many designs and so many, um, you know, both in... I was about to say level design because I've been playing video games before <laughs> coming over here. But, um, like, set design and character design that you don't see anywhere else. The animation, the, the animators were really looking forward to this one for that reason. Yeah. And also they were getting the chance to animate a lot of TV violence that yeah. they hadn't in the past. And just, well, they were told by Fox. This came at a time when Fox were really trying to crack down. Not Fox, just the government, sorry. In America, were trying to crack down on TV violence. Yeah, and, and those Fox, jerks. And Fox, Always screwing the little guy. Yeah, and Fox told the Simpsons guys, uh, David Merkin was really pissed off that you need to cut out the Itchy and Scratchy cartoons. Yeah. So in response, they made a whole episode about Itchy and Scratchy. Yeah. A whole the theme only, park about it. The only way to do it. Yeah, yeah. They compromised though because they said, we're not going to cut out the Itchy and Scratchy stuff, but we will tone down the violence that we were going to have in this episode as yeah, a fuck okay. you to Fox. Right. To Fox. To Fox. <laughs> Fox. Fox. <laughs> um, it's basically whenever you give these guys notes, they will go in the opposite direction. Poochie was the other example, obviously. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Now, do you want to clarify with our listeners out there something that happened over the weekend? Something that happened over the weekend. It, what happened over the weekend? Um, there's realty oh, and you. reality. For fuck's sake. Okay, yes, I will <laughs> clarify. No, the book does not say reality bites. Can, can the book is correctly spelled as realty bites. Yeah. Can I say, in my defense, it was at the end of a two-hour recording and I did one take of a live read. I stumbled on a word. I apologize. And when I was editing, I heard it straight away. I heard you say Reality Bites. Yeah. And in my head, I'm thinking, do I just cut out the it and make it so you said Reality Bites? And I thought, no, nah, people, pe- people won't care. It would have been easy, but people won't care. <laughs> and then people cared. Did they what? <laughs> but, but, but they did it in a way, not so much just, for, just to say that you're wrong, just to say... Please make sure Actually, you spell yeah. it right. Yeah, there was a lot of, um, look, I see this mistake a lot. Please make sure it's fine in the book. And it is. It is 100% fine in the book. They're looking out for it. It always was fine you off. in the book. Yeah. It was partly just my eyes re- picking up the word wrong, partly because realty is a difficult word to, it's not a natural word to think of. And partly because I was thinking of the movie Reality Bites as in, in my head going, oh yeah, it was a play on Reality Bites. Yep. So once you start thinking that, then reality just falls out. Happens all the time too of the episode Lisa's Date with Density. People think it's Lisa's date with that destiny. destiny yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's because um, your brain, you've, it's, the word, the letter at the start and the end of the saying of, is what the yeah, word is you, supposed your to brain be. Your brain thinks it it's, yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose realty is missing a letter, but it doesn't matter. 
Yeah, but like again, your brain's sort of filling in the if, blanks. Yeah, it's exactly. Taking a yeah. shortcut, yeah. going R Y. Oh, well, I guess it's realty. But if you haven't Reality. seen last week's show, Mitch said it when he was reading an excerpt from our book. Yeah, which is available for pre-order right now, isn't it, Mitch? It is available for pre-order right now on the Amazon. Yes, uh, Homer's Odyssey and a Big and Simpsons you. Guide. That's what it's called. <laughs> is that what you're looking for? The title? Okay, I'd forgotten <laughs> for just a brief moment. Uh, no, so if you if you didn't listen to last week's episode, we did a huge mailbag. It's about ninety minutes worth of mailbag because it was the clip show. Yeah, and we ended it with a reading from the book, uh, sort of a little tribute to Phil Hartman, which Dylan Haggett wrote in saying that um, he said it like really moved him, which oh, I, I cool. liked. He said. Um, kind of funny actually in a way, Dill, but it was like, I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I feel all this emotion and I'm not too sure why. And I read that and went, well, because I was trying to make you. <laughs> That's why, because I did a good job. Well, you paid a tribute to Phil because whilst it's not his last appearance, it's his last true performance Oh, on the yeah, show, this is another it? question we were getting. So, yeah. the, the book says that it's his last performance as Lionel Hutt, or last speaking role But the as mother Lionel is his Hutt. last appearance. Yeah, but he's there McClure. for about three lines as Troy McClure. Yeah. So, this is really, it, it's truly his last it feels more like his last hurrah on yep, the show. Yep. Anyway. Now, what else? That, now, that book apparently comes out November 2nd, but what else is happening November 2nd in Melbourne at the Spot of Mallard? You and I are going to be treading the boards with Nick from... Seinfeld's Best Bits. Thank you very much. Uh, who's been running some hugely successful Seinfeld trivia nights as we do a combined Simpsons and Seinfeld trivia Worlds are colliding. It's going to be awesome. If you're a 90s kid, if you're a fan of... I find most people, if you're a fan of one of the shows, you're a fan of the other show. Yep. Although I did see someone on our post say, I've never seen a second of Seinfeld. Yeah. Am I missing much? I was, yes, waiting, for you to, I was waiting for you to, to respond to them. Yeah? I, I, well, nearly. But I, um, I would have breached Facebook's um, policy guidelines and you know decency standards had, yep. I, had I responded with all my emotional force. But, uh, but no, it's going to be a brilliant, brilliant night. And tickets are available right now on stickytickets.com.au. If you just go to our Facebook page, you'll find the link as well. But yeah, so Itchy and Scratchy Land, we've discussed. You, It's one of your favourites, isn't it? Yeah. What, what is it about that you love the most? It's the adventure. Yeah, I, it I, is like, a real I, adventure. It feels to me like a bit of like a, a predecessor to uh, Bart versus Australia, where it's just mm. the family going somewhere and it's just a bunch of short gags. There's no real story to it. It's just the family yeah. go to Itchy and Scratchy Land and shit happens. And a lot of stuff happens. Yeah. yeah, no, that's very true. But every scene feels like it's going somewhere, though. Like, mm. every scene has momentum. Every scene is funny. It's got some of the sharpest writing, the great, great one-liners. It's got, you know, some of the most... A, a lot of really, really memorable um, moments. And it also has so many movie parodies in there. Oh, it's and great, isn't it? But so many that I didn't pick up on as a kid. Yeah. Like, the, the Jurassic Park logo on the helicopter. Yeah. Um, the well, the birds. I mean, I hadn't seen the birds when I was a kid, so yep. not understanding that that was a Hitchcock thing. Um, there's just so much that's in there, but never crowbarred in, which I really, really love. Like, it's all it seamlessly... It feels like it belongs, doesn't yeah, it? Everything yeah. just fits perfectly. Yeah, and they really encapsulate what it's like going to a theme park. Or going on family, family holiday trips, in general. Yeah. Yeah. Even just the, the AM radio. Yeah. Just, you know, when you're out of signal. <laughs> and it's just all religious. It's all shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back when, well, when I was a kid, we went on one family so, trip. What is it? The Seven Signs of Evil Countdown. Yeah. <laughs> we went on one... I think it was like Dr. Marvin Monroe, or it was his voice anyway, on the radio saying that. Oh, there might have been one that was similar, yeah. Okay. Did you ever go on a family trip when you were a kid? We did one. And it was yeah, to Queensland. I did a, I did 21 straight hours. Yeah, I've done that before. Whew. Isn't that fun? Well, I didn't do it. I sat there while yeah. my parents drove. But yeah, that takes Try doing that before smartphones, kids. Oh, mate. <laughs> there is nothing to before do. Before Google Maps. I read the same Garfield comic eight times. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even read in the car. I can't well, do anything. Sorry, collection of comics. I will say, well, you know, it's not like I just had one comic strip and it took me 21 hours to read it eight times. That'd be depressing. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't stop? 
Uh, I've done it both. Like we used to have family in Queensland, so we made that road trip quite a bit. Okay. We, we have done it in the past straight through. Which, I mean, look, you can fall asleep as a kid and it's not the end of the world, but I took it upon myself to try and stay awake and make sure Dad stayed awake because that was vital to our survival. (laughs) Um, And then we did it a few times where you stop and, like, I remember stopping in Dubbo once and even though... We stopped in Dubbo, yeah. Even though I was a kid and I had no concept of money, I did very quickly gain a concept of Dubbo trying to screw people out of theirs. Like, it's... (laughs) It seemed like... Like lawn, how everything's really expensive. Yeah, like, but... But at least lawn, you've got nice beach and stuff. Something like, there. Fucking Dubbo. Like what, Dub- what, what, what do they sell that's expensive there? Nothing. But motels know that you the only thing to do, the only reason anyone's coming to Dubbo is to sleep the night. So they just jack the price up like yeah. crazy. It's like it's like staying... It's, well, it's more expensive than staying on the Vegas Strip, but you're in fucking Dubbo. Have you been to Uluru before? No. Everything there is so expensive because they're the only thing there. There's only like yeah. one of this, one of that, one of that. It's smart. Hmm. But when you're there, it's like, fuck, I don't want to pay $8 for a carton of milk. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> the best thing ever happened there, though, Ayers Walk. I think <laughs> I've mentioned on the podcast before. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> Getting back to the episode, though. So, what was your favourite? Do favorite? they have the Hard Walk Cafe? Wait, hang on. That's a different... Yeah. <laughs> that's just... Fun. Different pun. It's got nothing to do with it. But anyway, what was your favourite moment from the episode? Um, uh, How do I choose just one? You know what? I think it's when Bart and Bart's going on the security... Um, like he's in the back of the little security Austin Power style cart thing and he's going yeah, yeah. through and they drive past the command center and they have everyone in the like talking to the microphones like we need more board license plates yep, yep. in the gift shop and you get the guy just say we got another jumper on the roof of TGI McScratches yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great well. throwback joke to the depression of always bringing in the new year <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say? Apparently, that exists underneath Disneyland. There's a whole world. They were saying in the commentary yeah. of the episode that that's real. Yeah, there's a lot of photos of that sort of stuff. Of like, you know, you go behind the scenes and you just see Goofy, but with a normal head. As as they've got these little, um, you know, a secret kind of labyrinth set up, so you can get from one end of the park to the other really, really quickly. Yeah, if they need to for an emergency or whatever. Yeah, or you know, to make their parade or whatever it has to be. Well, I remember watching the there's like Muppets go to like Disneyland or something, like a TV special when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And they went under, they did go underneath, but it was just like a, the laundry area. It was just like a giant fucking laundromat. Okay. That's all I can remember. <laughs> Sounds like it was a great special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Muppets go somewhere cheap. Yes, yeah, yeah. Now, names. Yes. I warned you before Ooh. we recorded that my name is atrocious. I don't even want you to did. say it. But let's before we get to yours, let's read out the ones that oh. came through on Twitter. Okay, let's do that. And then I'll tell you about mine. I'm not even going to read it. It's just terrible. Well, you have to now. <laughs> Thanks to everyone that's followed us on Twitter this week, at Four Finger Pod. Uh, at Harrison R. Fox has suggested four alternate titles. Just, four? Yeah, it's, I mean, some of these are going to be hard to say phonetically. Jeslashic Park. Mm-hmm. Dose New World, Barty in the Robosaurus, and the crappiest place on earth. All better than mine. Large- <laughs> <laughs> largely um, plays on the Disneyland thing, yeah, yep, yep, and yep. then Jurassic Park. Mine, what have you got? Okay. It's bad. All right. So I've, I've set the bar very low, and it's yeah. about to get even lower. Short Surcats. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, what I like about it though is that Sir Cats is making me is pic- making me picture cats with little top hat and, and tie. <laughs> it's like a sir. <laughs> walking around mustache, little monocle, a little stick, yeah. walking stick. Yeah. yeah, I say good mouse. <laughs> but at least short circuits of movie robots come to life. Yeah. Okay. I I see where you're going with it. 
It's just a bit of a leap. I tried to get a movie about robots and working a mouse, cat, or cat-related reference. That's all I could do. Anyway, yeah, okay. what have you got? Well, <laughs> my first, the first one that came to my head was Abort a Boy. But then I thought... Abort a Boy. Yeah, yeah, but then I thought that the pro-lifers would get angry at us if I suggested that. So, yeah. much ado, Abort Nothing. I like it, but the thing is, it has nothing to do with the episode. No, it doesn't matter. I just okay. wanted to crowbar Abort. <laughs> okay, then. I went the wrong direction by the sounds of it. Well, you tried to be, you tried to take it a little bit too literal. I think is yeah, what's happened. Tried to be sensible. Yeah, no, you don't do that. <laughs> I just tried to come up with an offensive joke. <laughs> well, the, there's an episode called a "Much a Poo About Nothing." Yeah, there is. So it's very similar. Yeah. Well, you obviously think like the Simpsons writers in so many ways. Yes. I just don't get paid like them. Mm, exactly right. Trivia. I will kick things off this week. How much did Homer's Bible cost him? Ooh, I don't know. Fifteen dollars. Okay. What color are Bart's pajamas? Green. Yes. Yeah. Well done. How many bars and saloons are there on Parents Island? Mm. Eight. Over 100. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, what two uh, attractions, I guess you'd call them, most excited Homer when he was looking at the brochure? Oh, Hammock Land was one of them. Yes. I can't remember the other. TV Town. TV Town, yes. Hammock Land was the second one. Hammock Land! Yeah. <laughs> How many miles to Flickies, the next Flickies, after they've gone through all after the signs? the first one? It was 200 and but, something. Uh, no, no, once they've gone past oh, them all, it's like... 2,500 or something? 25,000. Like 25,000. Right numbers. Just Jesus. A couple more zeros. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Forgot to uh, carry the one. What colour is Homer's hat when he's driving in the car? Blue. And? Green. White. Blue and white. Fuck. I Blue and green cat. don't go together, man. I'm, I'm thinking of a fishing hat. <laughs> He's got this. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, what rides were not working? It was on the sign as I walked uh, in. There was four of them. Yeah, well, see, part of that is my question, but I don't remember what the other three were. My question was- Nurses Station. What crucial element is not working? Yeah, Nurses uh, Station. The rides are Headbasher, Bloodbath, and Mangler. Gotcha. Who sponsors the Minefield? No idea. Laramie Cigarettes. They sponsor a lot in Springfield. They or do. The, town, the world of Simpsons anyway. Tipping a lot of money in. Yeah. What year was the 70s bar established? 1983. 80. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Um, I was going to try and think of one off the top of my head. How many free passes? <laughs> Here are two free passes. Actually, I didn't say my favorite moment. Oh, oh no, did you, you didn't. Say, did you say yours? What yeah. was yours again? Uh, the, the guy in the security booth. Oh, yes. Mine was the, good God, I'm ugly. No, I'm out of trivia. Uh, what is the name of the movie, the controversial film that Roger Myers released? And you got to be uh, in trouble for Nazi Supermen are our superiors. Yes. <laughs> so the original air date was October 2nd, 1994. The episode was directed by Wes Archer. Showrunner was David Merkin. Now, mm-hmm. it says it was written by John Swartzwelder, but really it was written by the entire staff, but Swartzwelder got the credit for it. They all kind of pitched in with their own little... Idea, own memories about going on holidays and 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 theme parks, yeah. and that's what I was about to say camp, but theme parks, and that's kind of why the episode feels so true and lifelike. I think that they've all borrowed elements, and there's so many shared elements about everyone's life growing up it's and just, going away. It's just you can tell it was just so much fun for them to create this episode, wasn't it? Wouldn't oh, it? Yeah. 
Uh, the chalkboard gag is, I am not the reincarnation of Sammy Davis Jr. And the couch <laughs> gag is, the family are all beamed on, much like Star Trek. Now, the episode kicks off with Bart and Lisa, and they're watching Itchy and Scratchy. Can you remember what the episode of Itchy and Scratchy is called? Last Traction Hero, a, a play off a very underrated movie. That we've referenced quite a bit I on think we have, um, and I, 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 I'm a huge advocate for Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero is kind of like our Twilight Zone to, yeah. the, to the Simpsons. Last Action Hero <laughs> was a misunderstood movie, and probably a, a mismarketed movie. It's a little bit of a mess, tonally. Like, I think... I want you to make a YouTube video why The Last Action Hero is underrated. Oh, well, do you have six hours worth of time? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... it's. But, like, it does suffer from a little bit of that thing where they brought people in to do rewrites so the tone changes from one scene to the next occasionally. But on the whole, it is a solid movie. and like really Suicide Squad. Very, very entertaining. No, much more entertaining than Suicide Squad will ever be. That movie was really bad, Suicide Squad. Yeah, the truth. I've never got from start to finish. It just... It's shit. I've never gone from start, which, <laughs> which now often you would say, well, you can't possibly critique something that you haven't seen, but you guys don't know how much time I've poured into movies over the years. I can critique stuff from a mile away. <laughs> I'm critiquing the Justice League before it's even out. I have faith because have you seen Wonder Woman? Yeah, it's average. Average? I haven't watched it, but I've heard okay. it's really good. <laughs> no, Gal Gadot's really good. The rest of it's average. But my, you know what I read about Justice League just recently? Like. They've had to reshoot a lot of it. With a different director. Yes. They got Joss Whedon in because Zack Snyder's pissed off. Which yeah. Me- like, well, not pissed off. I think he had some family health issues or something. He had to leave. Well, it's not the Han Solo film. He, he hasn't even to- fucking started yet. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, has it started? No, it had started. Uh, now, yeah. fuck, now um, the dude from The Simpsons holds up the money bags. Ron Howard. Now he's directing it. Yeah. Um, the issue with that is that Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon are very different directors yeah. tonally. But even if they were similar, you can't create the same vibe on set. There's no way that that's going to happen. There's no way that he's going to get the same motivation. He's not going to get the same performances. So you're going to be cutting from a Zack Snyder scene to a Joss Whedon scene and you're going to be all, oh, 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 Justice League, it's all fucking depressing. And ah, now they're cracking jokes and oh, it's depressing again. And that's not going to work as a movie. So you're not having much uh, faith in the fact that Justin Le- uh, that Justice League is going to be a good film? None. DC aren't great, are they, at making movies? Not anymore. They don't know what the hell they want to do. No, they they are constantly changing their minds. They're constantly second guessing. DC right now are like Australian politicians. They will read a focus Ooh, that's, group. That's, that's pretty harsh. No, it's pretty true. <laughs> they read a focus group, or they see what someone else did that worked, and go, "Well, I'll try to do that." But they don't have a, they don't have any core understanding of why it worked. They just see the end result and go, "Well, I want a piece of that action." Ooh. But then the needle moves because the only way that you are ever truly successful is by trying to create and not saying, "What do people want to see? I'll make that." You just say, "Well, this is what I want to make, and I'm going to make it so good that people want to come and see it." DC don't have the ability to do that, and so whenever it moves, they get halfway through a movie and they think they better. So they get to the end of um, Batman vs Superman. Everyone pans it for being really depressing and really dour. So they're like, "Well, hang on, Suicide Squad. Let's reshoot it and try to turn it into a comedy for the last fifteen minutes and splice those scenes in and have it make no sense." And then that gets panned. So then the Suicide Squad will do something different again. But that so not Suicide Justice League Just, will do yeah. something different again. But they don't know what they're doing. We're actually having a discussion at work yesterday. Marvel or DC? Which is the more profitable? Before the movies, it was DC. Because Batman and Superman will always be the two most iconic superheroes. Yeah. And Spider-Man. That's what Marvel's got. Marvel's got Spider-Man. Yeah. But he's still not on the same plane as those two. Batman and Superman. How many times can they fuck up movies before people just go, you know what, DC, fuck off? Well, I've done it. Yeah? And And Superman's your thing, isn't it? They're my two favorite superheroes. Yeah. And I can't bring myself to watch Henry Poutface. And no matter who's directing him. And whoever's playing Batman. Yeah. And why is Superman in all of the bloody posters for Justice League, by the way, but he's not in the movie? 
He's in the movie. He's not in the trailers. Well, like he's clearly not going to be a prominent part in the movie. Well, there's, there's pops of him, if that says anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, getting back to Itchy and Scratchy Land, and Bart and Lisa are watching The Last Traction Hero. Yeah. We literally haven't even started the review yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's fun. And I'm, I'm going to try not to. <laughs> and during it, um, Itchy and Scratchy made the announcement that tickets are getting cut in half. Yep. So, they, the Simpsons family can now afford to go to Itchy and Scratchy Land. I really liked the... There's a very clever visual joke in this Itchy and Scratchy cartoon where... It, and it's that thing of, like, in a silent movie, the way you'd set up a rule by having him get the pin and pop the balloon. So, the rule is established that this pin prick is going to be able to pop the balloon. So, when he pops Itchy, you expect... Oh, scratchy. Him to deflate. You Yeah, you expect him to deflate, and then he doesn't. It's a very, very nice subversion of what you think is going to happen, and a very nice nod to the way silent film and silent comedy works. This whole episode is meant to sort of be betraying, according to the director and stuff, mm. that TV violence is a good thing. Their opinion is that if we portray TV violence and portray that the effects of it, then mm. the kids will understand that you shouldn't do it. Yeah, I I agree with that to an extent. Which is why they when they like you just said when Without they pricked, gl- when they pricked Itchy, he didn't deflate, he just bled, mm. which is what would happen in real yeah. life. Bled a lot like that kid that got attacked uh, by sea lice in Melbourne. Ooh, recently, that was intense, wasn't it? Yeah. Google that if you're not from Australia. Sea lice, yeah, not good. Um, but yeah, no, it is one of those things that I've I've never been a fan of that argument of, oh, we can't show it because then kids will think that this is awful. Or sorry, not like we can't show violence because then kids will follow violence. I'm like, or the kids might see it and go, oh, that looks violent. I probably shouldn't do that. I wouldn't want that happen to me, so I probably shouldn't do it to other people. Yeah. And look, some of them might, but you know, not everyone's intelligent. Not and everyone's it's, Michael it's Myers. It's nice to be able to sort out the wheat from the chaff early. <laughs> Krusty then tells the kids to go ask their parents if they if the parents can take them to Itchy and Scratchy Land. Mm-hmm. He's just going to read a adult newspaper or whatever it was in the meantime. What was that? Because I, I didn't go I, back and look, but I okay. assumed it, maybe it's porn. But I'm not sure whether they get away with doing that. Yeah, it, it might. Oh, it might have been the um the track Play Dude or something. No, like Gre- that? Greyhound Track. Oh, the, oh yeah, 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 right. Probably, like, probably that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Homer's response here is great. So when they ask if they can go to Itchy and Scratchy Land, Itchy and Scratchy Land is cutting ticket prices in half. Can we go, Dad? Can we, can we, can we? Take it, Lise. Can we? No, 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 no. Ask your mother. Yay! It's so it's such a real thing. It's how I would be, I think. As a kids. dad. As, yeah. a, as a father. Yeah. It's how I was as a kid. Like, my, my, dad, I, I think, my, my dad always handballs my mum, so she'd be the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think all kids try to play their parents off one another at some point like And this. you know which parent to go to for certain things? Yeah. Marge is saying that the kids are not going to be taken to Itchy and Scratchy Land mm-hmm. because she's already planned their trip that's going to be at the Bird Sanctuary. The Highway 9 Bird Sanctuary. Yes. I went to a bird sanctuary when I was younger. Corumbran? Uh, uh, no, it was somewhere in Queensland. It's Corumbran. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but like you could you could feed them and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. got seeds and, and you had a lot to... of parrots and shit. There, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Little red ones. Yeah, yeah. I remember one, like I put some, somehow I ended up with seeds in my hair. I don't know if I did that or if my dad oh, thought my. it would be funny. But I remember like a parakeet eating out of my head. So it's like... So, I'm envisioning either two things. Mm. Scenario one, you're running away screaming like Lisa <laughs> with the bubblegum in the hand, the bees. Or two, you sitting there saying, he's grooming me. Closer to number two. <laughs> <laughs> with, Mitchell, with, there's a bird on your head. He's grooming me. He's grooming me. me with a little bit of Ace Ventura thrown in. But, oh. <laughs> Come to me, jungle friends. <laughs> 
So uh, I love the reaction, the animation of because you don't get this perspective very often. Mm. Front on, the kids are just gobsmacked. They can't yeah. believe it. They're like, <laughs> "That's where they're going." Are you for real? Like, yeah. like, you, can't, you can't be serious. And then Marge tries to say, "No, it's going to be okay." It's like, a great moment of silence too. Yeah, like, just, the, going back to the awkward pause. Yeah, yeah it's so good. Because what would you say? You're so excited so, for this, and then you get that. It was it was me after you said you smoked crack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Overnight, or during the night, they've devised a plan, and they walk in on Marge and Homer in bed, and they, well, Lisa says, Bart's dead. Mm. This has become a meme in the Simpsons shitposting group. Oh, okay. Just different things, but Bart's dead. No, he's not dead. He's what? Uh, dead excited? Dead, dead like serious. That? Dead serious. I All I wrote, I didn't write the lines down here, but it's basically Bart and Lisa acting out radio commercials where two people are talking to each, to each other. Well, I invented those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Marge and Homer aren't buying it at all no, They're not interested mm. And then Lisa brings up Parents Island yeah. That it brings up so that In general There's sort of grown up entertainment as well There yeah. are things for adults to do Which any th- vital uh, Vital to any theme park Well did, What theme parks did you go to in America? Uh, Universal? Yeah Universal was the only one that I went to The thing about that is though Like those theme parks there They're not really targeted at kids. They're more an adult park with kids' rides. Yeah. Where Disneyland is... Not many kids' rides, though, to be fair. Most of them are Kids' rides are the 3D simulators. Like the ones we sit at the cinema and shit like that. But yeah. I'm so sick of simulators, man. We went to Universal Studios. All the new rides are simulators. They make me Mm. sick. Like, I want to go on a fucking roller coaster. I want to go on an actual ride. That's weird that a roller coaster is okay for you, but that a simulator will make you I get you motion sick. sickness. Yeah, when it, uh, maybe Wait, my eyes what, just roller coaster sit perfectly still. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I think it's the I don't know what it is, but it's like I can't read in a car. Yeah, okay. If I, if I look at my phone on the train, I get sick. It's just it's I don't know what creates that. Yeah. Mm. Tweet in what creates motion sickness. Yeah. Why is Dando so weak? Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I know you listen to the show. Give us a little bit of information. <laughs> <laughs> They're intrigued by Parents Island, as we mentioned. And then there's a really weird moment here where the kids sort of realise that the parents are going to give in mm. and they look at each other and I reckon it's a good three or four seconds of them just... <gasps> yeah, this... It's, I don't know what happened I here. thought my DVD paused. Like yeah. It, like it got stuck. What this was like was there's a moment in the movie Airplane slash Flying High, depending on okay. where you're from, yeah, yeah. where Kareem Abdul-Jabbar finally snaps out of character and admits that he's um, Kareem, basically. And there's this really long, awkward silence on the kid. Now, the reason they had that is because test audiences were laughing so hard at that that they needed to create a long pause, otherwise you miss the next line. But okay. it, I, I couldn't figure out why that would have existed in this, it unless just, it's a mistake of some kind, but I'd never found them talk about it. I was waiting for them to say on the commentary, like, this was an error, but no, it's just it just felt weird. That's not how you would respond in real life. You might yeah. go, <gasps> but you wouldn't just look at each other for yeah. three seconds. Yeah, that was just really weird. We then get Marge talking about previous family vacations, basically. Yes. When she relents, she's like, all right, if we're going to go, I want this to be better than our last vacations. We get the... A throwback to a movie you mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Witness. Yeah. Yeah, that I pulled out of... Plucked out of thin air. Yeah. And that's why I'm allowed to judge movies that I've never seen, because I can pull them out as answers without having ever seen them. Who's going to be the best superhero in Justice League? We're at, thinking, uh, at, at, at work, we're thinking Aquaman's going to be the standout. No. Yeah, reckon? No. It's got such a lame power. Talks to fish. He looks pretty badass. Yeah, look, if I need advice on which sushi to order, I'll call him. (laughs) But outside of that, what possible good does he have? The family also go to Sandy Beach. This is funny. The home being the shark. Yeah. Um, Shark boy! Oh my God, shark boy! (laughs) Homer then immediately starts packing his bags. Mm. 
packs the most that random been, stuff. That would have been a great twist ending for Open Water. Which was the the Blake? I know where she, the, sorry, not open water. The shallows. Yeah, I was going to say that where she kills herself at the end. That's open water. Yeah. Well, she doesn't kill herself, but she just submerged. They just die. No, well, no. She her husband gets killed. Yeah, and then she just gives in. Basically. Goes underwater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was, yeah. That movie's not, fucked. Not up. a suicide thing, but um, but it no. The shallow, kind of the shallows is what I meant. Like you got Blake Lively hanging out on this rock for a good twenty four hours, and then it, at the end of it, it's just a kind of you know. Um, Chubby Islander that just <laughs> pulls off a shark fin. Gotcha. <laughs> that movie wasn't bad. I like it. It's 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 decidedly B movie in the way it handles it, and, itself, and it knows it's a B movie. Yeah, it just keeps escalating yeah. to beyond the realms of believability in such a brilliantly fun way. But it's not too absurd. The way it ends, we won't say how it ends, but the way it ends is a little. Oh, it's very absurd. How yeah, it ends. yeah, yeah. The last fifteen minutes of it are absolutely ridiculous. But when it's just her on a rock and there's a shark going around, I was like, "That's yeah, quite tense." I'm like, "Fuck!" It's I'm... like phone booth. Yes. If, like if the shark had have been voiced by Kiefer Sutherland, then it was phone booth. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you like phone booth, don't you? Yeah, I do. It's fun. My name's Stu Shepard. I just love like everything so over the top. Whatever happened to that guy? Colin Farrell. Bullseye. Bullseye. What? In Kiefer. No, no. Bullseye. He was bullseye in um Daredevil. Oh, oh, yeah, right. Sorry, he was. Yeah. That's a really bad scene. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought back to him throwing darts okay. with his eyes closed. Um, uh, what's happened to Colin Farrell? A bunch of movies. Really? Yeah. He's still oh, wait, doing he was things. in the um the Walt the Walt Disney one, wasn't he? What, Mister uh, Banks? Yeah, I, I hadn't seen. I actually still haven't seen that movie, but it, it is great the, movie. Okay. Yeah, no, I've heard it's really good. He did the um, Colin Farrell was in the Total Recall thing. He, of course, he was. Yeah, he yeah. was in. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Very cool movie about a swan. No, the lobster. The lobster. Really kind of avant- avant-garde's not the right word. But anyway. Okay. The point is Colin Farrell works. Yes. Which is good. When we get unpacking, did you notice a little item that would appear in an episode that we recently um, reviewed for Patreon? An episode that we... Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. Homer's Invisible yes. Dog Leash. Yeah, yeah. Which um, is used to hilarious effect in The Squirt and the Whale. One no. of my favourite moments in The Squirt and the Whale. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, as he gets chased up, no, the st- no, no, sorry, back, dragged up the street by an invisible dog. <laughs> but what else did he pack? Like a, a lobster? Uh, lobster uh, yeah, I got distracted by the lead. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be honest. They then leave Grandpa in charge of looking mm. after the house and the animals. Great timing here with the the animals' eyes looking towards yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's not realistic, but it's just funny. And is this where we get one of them first? We're like, is which one of you is the mailman? Does that almost go down as an iconic Simps- uh, Abe Simpson line? My favourite grandpa line is, I'm cold and there are wolves after me. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I don't like the look of those teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Another one. But There's like, sure a lot of ugly people in your neighbourhood. Yeah. Oh, look at that one. This is, <laughs> this is one where they play on his senility a lot more though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the, the animals. What the fuck? Yeah. What, what's oh, God. Yeah. The family I hope you know how to open cat food. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the family then leave yep. and... Freeway to some other state. Great, great sign. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Great little joke about just not giving away anything about where Springfield is. Anything before the Simpsons movie, we didn't know. Mm. I'm sort of disappointed they ruined that gag. They used it as a selling point for people to go watch the movie, but I liked the fact that you never really knew. Yeah. Didn't need to be done. No, no. I agree. Then Homer says, don't worry about the traffic. I've got an ace. I've got an ace up my sleeve. Horn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever done that? I've I've never honked my horn in rage like that. Uh, not I've honked my horn to get people to go at a green light. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, I've never honked in gridlock. I've honked if I've been cut off, like a, hey, I'm driving here, yeah. kind of, just a quick little, mm. but never, never so much out of rage. It's more about dickhead, like 
Use your eyes. I've actually honked just a, look. A couple of times, you I'm driving a two lane road, so four lanes, two yep. each way, and the car was start to veer into my lane, the one in front of me. I'm like, get the fuck yeah. in your own lane. Well, that's what the horn is for. Yeah, because sometimes cars will veer and they don't see you. So yeah, you a little toot, and yeah. and then they'll straighten up. I've never, I've never honked out of rage. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've chased people down the highway and and beheaded them, but I've never honked. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right in. Tweet us. Tell us when you've ever honked the horn in rage. Want to hear about the story? What what escalated? What, what what got you to the point where you felt you had to honk the horn? The pettier, the better. Yes. I don't want to hear from meatheads because then I'll feel bad about reading them out. But I want like petty honks. New se- new segment. Hey, I'm driving here. We want to know yep. the most pettiest time you got angry behind the wheel. Yep. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that segment. Then we get the classic Flickies gag mm-hmm. of all the billboards. This is one of the most iconic moments in the whole episode. Yep. It has nothing to do with Itchy and Scratchy Land or the cartoon. Yep. I've had, I had it once last year when we were driving to Las Vegas. Mm. Now, it was a diner and it was some sort of like 50s based diner. And fuck, I was looking forward in to In America, going. who'd have thought? And I was so looking forward to going there. And then just before we got there, the friends who we were with, the girl was like, I don't feel well. Can we just go straight to Vegas? I'm like, ah, oh. oh, no. No, 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 we can't. We've been talking about this for like two hours. And because her partner was driving the car, he kept going. Well, hand in your man card, sir. <sighs> because you, uh, I don't, anyone, if you're in a group situation, unless you are on death's door, you suck it the fuck up yeah. and you let your friends have some fun. Yep. I'm thr- just. <laughs> I was I'm not angry on your behalf. I was not impressed. <laughs> Do they listen to the show? I uh, wouldn't say so. Let's hope not. <laughs> Not anymore, that's for sure. <laughs> then we get the AM radio. And we mentioned this before. That it's just what it's like when you go out of the away from the city and you don't get your usual radio stations. You're looking, you're trying to find Sorry. one. I was just thinking, he listens to the first 15 minutes of every episode until she gets a headache and demands that he turns it off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Then they do the five states. Now, where is this situated? The five states, five corner thing. Oh, because um, maybe this is a bit of a hint the, as to where the real Springfield was. That's a good was. question. Is it a real thing? Five, Pretty sure it is. Um, five corner state. There is some sort of thing like that because the sideshow Bob wants to kill Bart once. But four he corners. To, four corners, yeah. But he yep. wants to kill him in four different states at once or something. Four corners is a region of the United States consisting of the southwestern corner of Colorado, the southeastern corner of Utah, the northeastern corner of Arizona, and the northwestern corner of New Mexico. So the Simpsons have repurposed that as to being five states for yep. the sake of the fact that there's five and, in the and, family. Yeah, exactly. And that way you won't really know where they are because it's not the four corners, it's mm. the five corners. Marge and Homer are then very, very tired. There was one of five, the best po- five points was a borough in New York. Just throw that out okay. there. One of the best reveals of the season, reveal gags. Marge and Homer tired. Mar- Homer saying, I don't need any sleep. I'm not tired. Yeah. I'm not tired at all. Cut to car spinning out of control and then, yeah, this was slamming ex- into a power pole. This Oof, was good execu- thing we pulled over. Oh, good thing that perfectly. wasn't us. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. good. Homer then takes... A shortcut. And he's got it all under control. Cuts to the car, just completely ruined. Chickens, <laughs> I missile. Love, I love his reason for a shortcut. Yeah. North, south. Ah, the hell with this. Yes. <laughs> I'm taking a shortcut. Now, let's never speak of it again. The other day, I was reading a number back to... I was confirming someone's own mobile phone number. I was like, so it's 0401-003, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Is he actually going to say the number? No, well, I was making the number up anyway. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, um, but the guy is like, zero... No, buggy your zeros. It's 0401 <laughs> 003. You know what with me? When people say, what's your number? I say 043 and I end with 107. Yeah, right. So I say O at the start and then say 107. Yeah. 
I don't know why I do it. I yeah. think it's just I've always done it like You're that. terrible people. But what I loved is that buggy your zeros. Like I had invented the concept of yeah. the word zero. Why why would you do that though? Why would I do what? In, like use the word zero. It's what it is. You think you're better than him? It's not an O. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you have ones, not eyes. We then get to the helicopter scene. Two sort of takes on Jurassic Park here, flying to the island. Yep. And the logo on the side. Yes. Also Even to- the island itself. Like it looks the, like the, the shape, apart from the, the What's fact the Jurassic Park Island called? Uh, it's Isla Nebula? Nebula. Yeah, yeah. Something, something like that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Itchy and scratchy land. The amusement park of the future where nothing can possibly go wrong. Uh, possibly go wrong. <laughs> that's the first thing that's ever gone wrong. That was that was a response that we got to me mispronouncing Realty Bites, yes. by the way. Very inefficient to only be taking four people on a helicopter ride over there. You'd think they'd be taking more. Mm, depends on the size of the helicopter. Wouldn't you, take, wouldn't you take a boat then? I understand it's for the gag, but if you yeah. were really run a theme park on an island, would you opt for a boat to get more people on at once? Might I probably a- wouldn't put it on an island, would be my... That would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> or build a bridge, at least. Given that it's within America, yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it on an island somewhere in the South Pacific. That'd yeah. be my first step. <laughs> I like to... There's also another hint of Jurassic Park later on with the whole chaos theory thing. With yeah, Frank. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to it, though. We come back and this is never... Homer says something here and mm-hmm. it's not acknowledged. But did you hear what he asked for at the ticket booth? He says, one adult, four children, please. Oh, really? It doesn't get mentioned, doesn't get acknowledged. It's just he asked for that and she gives him the tickets for it. Yeah, right. Well, Marge, it's, Marge it's, looks young. But it's a, it's a very funny gag that I felt is very underrated. Yeah. Because that's what it's like. When or when you take... um When I was like 15 or whatever, or just over the bracket, I think it's 14. Is that when you consider an adult oh, movies? I think it changes from time to time. But, but, the, yeah. but mum would always try and pass me off as like a 12-year-old so I can get cheaper tickets. Yeah. It just reminded me of that. One yeah. adult, four kids. Yeah, right. Marge is right behind you, mate. <laughs> but I just thought it was really funny and just understated. Then he gets sucked into buying the fake money. Mm. Which is it's what, the itching and scratching now, money, which I, is more fun. I never experienced this at the theme parks. Is this I don't a real thing? I don't think I'd do it in Australia, but I think Disneyland... Well, even at Disney, that's what I mean, in America. I, oh, in America. Well, I, I didn't see it anyway. I'm pretty sure Disney money was a thing. They, they would have to, because why would you do this gag otherwise? Well, yeah, it wouldn't make sense if they yeah. didn't have it. Yeah. Whether or not they still do it, who knows? But I think there was a time. Yeah. They then go into the... Or he goes in, realizes that he can't use the money anywhere. That's the gag. They sneak into... The, the whole thing about itching and scratching land is it's actually dangerous. Yeah. You've got to run through. You could through actually die. Like a guillotine style yeah. setup to get into a restaurant. And how great is the guy that always rocks up to tell uh, Marjorie to she's assure wrong? that it's okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if she questions him that, no, you're wrong because you pulled out his ribcage and played it like a xylophone or something. Yeah. Look over there. <laughs> Just like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> if you say it with enough conviction, yeah. it's right. Yeah. If you believe your own hype, you believe yourself, it's true. I reckon that's, that's a motto that you take through life. You could bullshit your way out of anything. As long as you say it and you believe it. Pretty much. That's why I didn't go to uni. <laughs> try and sell me something. <laughs> what do you that, want? That you know is... <laughs> this is going Wolf of Wall Street now. Try, try, make, sell me this pen. Yeah, make me believe something that you know is not true. That I would probably know is not true as well. But say it in a manner that would make me think, you know what? I agree with you. You know that the earth legitimately is the center of the universe, right? Like, not a lot of people talk about this. But think about it. When you have a look up, have you ever seen like one of those time-lapse shots of the Milky Way rotating past Earth. Like, the desert stays dead still, the plants stay dead still, but you see the Milky Way rotate around and everything rotates around and the moon keeps coming back around here. We're not moving anywhere. If we, like, how how would we 
not get thrown off the planet. If we were, if we were really hurtling around at the fucking insane rate that they tr- try to claim that we are, NASA with all of their bullshit need for funding, like, I'm sorry, but we are legit... Like, there's no other explanation. I just got an idea for a movie or a TV show episode. Mm. You... Become a teacher just so you can tell kids fake facts. And have, them, have them believe it is real. That'd be pretty great. I think I think Kyrie Irving already has that job. Um, how did I do? Convincing enough? It was quite good. More to the point, did it sound like I believed it? You, you, you definitely believed it. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> of course the Queen's a lizard person, Dando. It's the only thing that makes Sacrifices sense. children and drinks their blood. No, that bit is real. Did I, did I tell you about the guy who came to my house that time? Who believed? To sacrifice a child. No, no, no. Who believed? Who, <laughs> Okay, so our washing machine was broken. Right? Okay. And we employed a local dude to come fix it. Not yeah. employed, but we hired him out of the, off Google, right? Yeah. Or Facebook or whatever, we, yeah, wherever yeah. we found him. And he fixes the machine, fixes it really quick, cheap, good. Then he sits there, Nicholas says, do you want a cup of tea or whatever before you go? And he goes, yeah, sure, no worries, sit down at the table. And That's start, such an English thing, to offer the repairman a cup of tea. And we start talking and whatever, and then somehow it gets to the point, well, oh, Nicholas was just watching, I was watching Man on the Moon. Right, that was on. That was on the TV. Oh, right? Jim Carrey movie. movie. Yeah, that, well, that was on the TV at the time. And he goes, "Oh, the moon. You know, the moon's a space station." <laughs> Did you stop by saying, "You know, this movie's not about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's not the actual moon, man." It's- and he goes, "Oh, the the." the- <laughs> Imagine that. The Man on the Moon is about the time that Andy Kaufman went on like Apollo twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> but he believes that the moon is a man made thing. Station by aliens where they it's a prison no it's a sorry it's a prison or oh, this this is a prison prison this, this is a prison right so it's actually a state of Australia the, yeah this this is a, this is a prison where they Earth is a prison where the aliens that live on the moon keep us captive and the reason we can't see the dark side of the moon because that's where all they that's where they all live and he believed it and then he was gone and he goes says to my wife oh you're, you're English you know the Queen she's actually a reptile the whole royal family they're all reptiles they they sacrifice children. Every day and drink their blood. He legit was saying this. They man. obviously escaped the moon. And Nicola and Nicola looked at me as if to say, "We need to get this guy out of our house and probably immediately. Maybe buy a new washing machine. What was in that tea? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it got to that point. It was just and I, I just pulled the whole. Oh shit! No, we have to go to town. Remember? And he sort of left, but it was kind of scary because he really believed it. Yeah, right. I was. Yeah, yeah. You know, technically there is no dark side of the moon. I mean, the the moon rotates as well. So yeah. just, let's let's let's, I, let's let's get out that he, out there. He lizard believes man. we can't see the dark. He said, "I can't see the dark side of the moon because that's where the aliens live." And I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to like challenge him because I don't know how outraged he would get. Because mm. yeah. Anyway, there are some people out there that believe that shit. So back to the episode, and the family were all eating at the restaurant. And they're reading out all the different oh, names. Oh, yeah, the different names. Um, the baby guts. Yeah, the, this is a great joke as yeah. well. Like, you know, they're being so offensive. And then Marge finally buys into it. But even when she tries to buy into it, she does it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll have the baby's guts. Fuck, you disgust me. <laughs> Mom, that's, that's veal. When I was a kid, I used to think she was saying, that's real. Oh, right. I used to think, that's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> I I mean, I didn't know that... Ness, I didn't know what veal was. I didn't know that it was, you know, baby cow. I thought she said, that's real. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like when as I as I grew, when I realized what that was, I, I mean, like I feel like if that joke was written today, it would be "Mum, that's foie gras" or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what, why does it disgust the waiter? They've all bought animal. They've all bought food with animal in it, and no, she wants to eat but, the guts of it. Baby animal. I don't see what the difference is. Well, people don't people don't like eating baby things, <laughs> don't they? No, some tribes, but not many. Do you eat chicken nuggets? 
Chicken nuggets aren't little chickens. They're bits of... They're, like, they're made up of chicken. I thought that a lot of the... <laughs> they're not baby chickens. Oh, wait, no. It's just male chickens are ground up because they're males, aren't they? I, I, I don't know the ins and outs of how it works. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, don't look that shit up on I'll YouTube. I'll ask Pamela Anderson. She'll <laughs> give me an insight. But, yeah, so Marge... Poor Marge. She doesn't mean to be rude. No, she, she tries. Yeah. She genuinely tries. And she's still... That's, I, I like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a funny joke. What's the best food you've ever eaten at a theme park? Oh, um, breakfast burrito from Universal. I was as hungover as hell and it cured me in an instant. Yeah? Yeah. Looked awful. Tasted... Yeah. But the imp- it, it had... It, to quote James L. Jones, it was as though I dipped myself into magic waters. <laughs> the clogger at Universal Studios in Orlando. Yeah. No. No good. Well, that wasn't the question. I know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if you, I felt like I was so ready for it. I thought yeah, this is okay. going to be fucking awesome and I got it. And it just looks crap. Yeah, okay. And it tasted worse. Best one I've ever had is a... It was at uh, Disney World, like a giant fucking hot dog. Yeah, right. Just cheese melted through it. It was just a, the thing about it in America. You don't they don't put salt on things. They put cheese on it. Yeah, and it's the best. Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> cheese and pepper calamari. <laughs> Why, Why not? not? <laughs> Margin leaves Maggie at the childcare center. It's a ballroom. Do you remember the ballroom at Karai Village? You probably never went there as a kid. Uh, there used to be no. a giant playground there, and they had to get rid of it because parents were leaving their kids there instead of leaving them to, at daycare. <laughs> okay, legit. They were just. You know, doll bludging parents. It's like, yep. let's not pay for do- ch- uh, daycare. We'll just leave them at the fucking leave playground. Leave them at the ball pit. Yeah. Marge is then reading the map. I, it's something about me that loves reading a map of the theme park. I'm in charge of the map in general. I, I, I feel like that's a man thing. I am too. Nicola likes to read it. And yeah. she always, just, like, it's like it's, it's a challenge. I'm like, you're not dumb. Yeah. Why can't you read this? Like, Spatial skills. Like, map reading skills. Even going to like the fuck, go to the zoo. She can't find the monkeys. I'm like, it's that trail. Like she found you fine, <laughs> but it's just like I don't understand what happens. There's something with my wife and directions. Not just your wife. Like there's a lot of people that just don't. Like it's a very, very kind of unique skill that your brain either can or can't comprehend. If I'm driving in the car, right? Mm. Nicola's given directions. She'll tell me I have to turn left as back, we're approaching the corner. Yeah. Like. I am two streets ahead. Yeah. I'll be like, all right, you turn left here, then get into the right lane because you have to turn right. She just can't do it. Mm. And I get so angry. <laughs> yeah. I've had those moments. <laughs> anyway, so I just found myself sleeping on the couch for the night when she hears this. The, the Marge reading the map. So this was actually edited out on TV in Australia. Oh, really? Not the whole thing. I think they she used just to read- Just for time or- Yeah, for, for time. The first two lands, the bottom two- until I watched the DVD, I'd never seen her say um, Unnecessary Surgery Land was one of okay. them. And the one just before it, that was cut out on Australian TV. Yeah, okay. I'm assuming just for time because everything else is yeah. in the episode. is no different. Then we get the parade and taking the piss out of the fact that they do parades every half an hour. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll miss the 12... We'll have to watch it's the 12 o'clock parade or we'll miss the 12.05. Yeah, yeah. And the great music. Mm. It just it feels like a theme park. It does. It's the itchy and scratchy theme, but you feel yeah. like you feel like you're at Disneyland. Yeah, you do. And you, we get the everything's okay guy again come in with their first sense that things are going to go wrong. Yeah. Because up till this point, there's been no real foreshadowing or foreboding. Well, th- this was the foreshadowing that they they yeah. don't kill humans. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as you hear that, what do you think? This Something's going to happen. Yeah. These robots are about to kill some humans. And I like too that all the people in the crowd are getting butt all over them, but they're just laughing about it. They're mm. just, it's like it's part of the show. Yeah, and the desensitized to yeah. desensitized desensitization. Thank you <laughs> to violence. And just before we come away from this scene, I love the. I think it's the mouse 
opens up his head. That's why your robot never yes. works. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> so Homer doesn't even respond to it. It's just funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, he can't. He has a look on his face. He's like, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> they then are uh, then on the the log ride. This is very dangerous. Yeah, like this looks like it could really kill you. Well, the, the you're not paying attention on that log ride. You're not getting off the log ride. But they'll say on the commentary, this is meant to be our take on the parts of the Caribbean ride because it starts off slow and gets a bit crazy by the end. Okay. No, that ride never gets crazy. It's one of the... If you're going to Disneyland, don't bother with the parts of the Caribbean ride. Yeah, right. Okay. It's just boring. Nothing happens. Mm. Yeah, we'll let the... Uh the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, the pirates don't try to eat the tourists. <laughs> so after the log ride, the... Marge- is this where we get the, like Marge's quote about part of spending time as a family is also spending time away from She's each other. She's enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. They go to Parents Island. Kids? Or, 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 as, or, as Bart and Lisa are already loaded into the next Homer's log. like Parents Island? Uh-huh. Now, this joke about Travolta mm. was made before Pulp Fiction. Yes. Because his career was fucked. And yeah. Tarantino essentially saved it. Resurrected it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For a time. So, when did this episode actually air? Was it 94? So, when did Pulp Fiction come out? Do you want to just quickly Google that? Pulp, Pulp Fiction? Fiction came out in 94. Yeah, but what was this before? Was it before this? Because the writers would have been shattered that this guy would have just made no sense because you, all of a sudden uh, he was famous again. Even though he's famous, I still feel like it's a it's a joke that you can pretty comfortably make about John Travolta at pretty much any point in time. May 12th was its release date okay. at Cannes. October 14 in the States. Oh, so just before, they just snuck it in. Just got it in yeah. there before it, <laughs> before it was But I've had to again. do like a hasty re-record. Had that come out and went huge. Yeah. When did... Lawrence Tierney. <laughs> when, when did his career end again? Not end, but like when... Uh, he got big and then when did it sort of just drop off again? I want to say, uh, uh, what was the Wild Hogs, the movie that he made with Tim Allen? Yeah, the four of them. Yeah. Or was it just two of them, Wild Hogs? I no, don't it was know. four of them. But it was sure. around, I'm going to throw it Wild Hogs had time. Robin Williams too, didn't it? You're thinking of RV. Uh, no. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure Robin Williams was in Wild Hogs. I'll be the first to admit that I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was. Well, the internet will be the first to admit yeah. that you're wrong. <laughs> uh, Wild Hogs. Yeah, no. Tim Allen, John Travolta, Martin Lawrence, and William H. Macy. Pretty much Macy. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, I, I I think around that. About the time that his hair became very noticeably fake. And his face. Yeah. What happened to his face? Oh, bad things. Nothing good happened. Um, I feel like the last time I... Tr- Swordfish was great. Movie called Basic, he was pretty cool. I like General's Daughter. That's early 90s. It was 98. Okay. Well, it was in that time. It was... Yeah. But, just, okay, so I'm, let's say, let's put it, you draw a line through John Travolta post-2001. Yeah, post-2008, that's, a, okay, that's, that's what, him what, done. When was the, what was the best one before that, like the last one? We can't forget Face Off. One of the greatest movies of all time. 1999. Sorry, 1997. About the same time as Con Air. Was around the same time as Con Air. Back when John Woo also had a bit of a career going. They're, they're like a double pack, Con Air and Face Off. It's a two-piece feed, that one. Uh, okay, so 2009, he did the remake of The Taking of Pelham 123, which is not a terrible movie, but um, uh, yeah, no. Nah. Battlefield Earth. Like, Battlefield Earth was the end of it, and then he had moments of good. So he had Swordfish after that. He had Basic after that, where his role is good as much as that movie's a bit of a mess. But then there's not a huge amount in between. He did the musical. What was that one? Hairspray? Hairspray. That was about it. Yeah. Anyway, so... Getting back on track. But just that, yeah, looks like. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah. Then we get 
arguably the most iconic moment from the episode. The board not even place. arguably, just hands down. Yeah, it just is. Mm. And it's a great joke because they're never re- you can never can find your name on those things. Or at least I couldn't. Like my name's Mitch. I don't think I have a very uncommon name. Never find never find him. I couldn't get Brendan with spelt the way my name is spelt. It's always Brendon. Oh, really? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, right. That's annoying. Yeah, and my dad um, spelled his name Darren with an I. Same deal. Never exists. His name's spelled with an I? Yeah. I've never seen it before. Well, I've seen a few, but it's much less common. Nicola, Same Nicola with never has issues. Always a Nicola. Damien with an A. My little brother has I would Damien always spell with an it with an E. Yeah, a lot of people do. I find that A is a stronger spelling. Damien. Mm, looks better on the page. But the point is, it's also much less common, so you never get it anywhere. Yeah, true. Also, too, the, um, it, what this scene did was it made for some great merchandising for Universal Studios. Because mm. those key rings, man, always oh, selling. Yeah. <laughs> they might as well not put any other keychains there. Just yeah. put bought ones there. And a good revenue raiser for the state with the amount of bought license plates. Yeah. That you get. <laughs> yeah. Look at all this great stuff, Lise. Cool personalized plates. Barclay, Barry, Bert, Bort. Oh, come on, Bort? Mommy, Bobby, buy me a license plate! No, come along, Bort. Are you talking to me? No, my son is also named Bort. Then we get introduced into the Itchy and Scratchy sub-characters, mm-hmm. Ku, Klux, Ku Klux Klan. The Ku Klux Klan. Disgruntled goat. Yep, he had his moments. <laughs> yeah, he did have his moments. The first time Bart then decides to st- step on a character's yep. foot. This, this was a funny... like Recurring you know, gag. It's a, it's a moment where you think nothing's going to happen. The guys just go, hoo, 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 yeah, yeah. and it's like, where's this going? And then just the way Bart casually strolls over and then plants his foot as hard as he possibly can. And I was saying in the commentary how much they loved pain but muffled from within a suit. Yeah, right. <laughs> it just adds something, just makes it funnier. Yeah. Marge and Homer are then at the New Year's Eve party where it's always New Year's Eve. At TGI McScratchy's. It was nice here to see them having some quality time together. Yeah, like they're enjoying. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, we don't get to see them spending quality time together much anymore. Then the guy, please kill me. Please kill me. <laughs> and then as you said, throwback later on. Yeah. <laughs> I've got another jumper. At the minefield, as you informed me, is yep. brought to you by Laramie Cigarettes. Yeah, we're trying to just get a montage in general of the park This here. is just gay, 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 gay from yeah. now on. Yep, yep. Yeah. Like more balls, all that sort of gear. Scratchy foot. And then the kids with the Walt Disney, pa- like watching the um, Walt Disney parody with, as you mentioned before, the, like you kind of get the history of Roger, Roger Myers Sr. Yeah. But they also do the Fantasia parody yep. of... Scratch-tasia. Yeah, Scratch-tasia. Um, Beautifully animated. Really, really well done. And goes for a lot longer than I'd actually remembered it okay, in yeah. my mind. It was kind of cool to, to watch it all play out. Graining actually wanted to, to do an episode like that. It would have been awesome. Yeah. I would but, love to see that happen. Um, they, they just said it would have been too much work. Because mm. the, the perfectionists and what they are, they would have just been, yeah. they would have just focused on that one and made sure that one was right and not worried about the It'd rest of them. Cool to do as a special though. They could do it now. In, in their oh, downtime. Would, would people, they, not would that people, they have much downtime, but still. Yeah. Would people care enough to watch that now though? Like I it, it's a yeah, fa- it's a Fantasia type film. Are kids gonna because you put on Fantasia now? I think kids would be bored by it now. I think kids would have been bored by it then. I think Fantasia was made for adults. Like yeah. Classical music. I remember being bored by it as a kid. Yeah. yeah. I'm never yeah. actually going back to watch it properly. I mean, Fantasia is was it done. Good? Is it worth watching? Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay. As a piece of art, it's rather beautiful, but yeah. it's done for adults, and it was a kind of ex- experimental thought piece, if nothing else. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's very much not made for kids. Then we cut back to another parade, the 1205, perhaps, mm-hmm. and Cletus... <laughs> All of this has happened in five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cletus is then taking a photo. Now, a lot of people confuse this as the first appearance from Cletus, but it's not. No, it's not. His first appearance was... Bart gets an Previously. elephant. Previously. <laughs> on The Simpsons. Bart gets an elephant. As only he makes fun of Lisa's hair. Look at that pointy yeah, hair yeah, little yeah. girl. Anyway. So, 
then he this is where we find out how to destroy the robots hmm. so the, With the, they don't like the flash yeah and sends one of the scratchies going crazy and it bursts through the screen another parody here Pinocchio Pinicchio yeah <laughs> during the commentary they got um, Dan Castellanato to do the voice okay fuck it's funny yeah nice <laughs> I like it when Dan's on the commentary yeah 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 he's great and the scratchy bursts through the screen and Lisa's just asked do you think this desensitizes us to the violence yep then Bart notices another itchy like guy in the costume yep and he has a little bastard the little kit. bastard travelling kit yeah travelling kit another one of those I forgot about this one yeah and he has a stink bomb Lobs a stink bomb in great animation of following the yeah. bomb into his into his and great sound effect yeah. again yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to entertain. <laughs> Bart is then arrested and taken underground. With, um, is this like a bit of a Star Wars? Well, the sound is Star Warsy, when and the costume as well, like the all black is it and the black hat? guards, perhaps, possibly. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Can't quite remember what they exactly what they look like, but it wouldn't surprise me. They do that quite a bit mm. on Simpsons. Then we get the uh, that, that you mentioned before, the jumper, and the we're sold out of bought license plate. Yep, amazing. Yeah, great, writing. great throwbacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> And also, too, when it takes the face off, I wish they wouldn't scream. Yeah, yes. How good is that? <laughs> Why are they programmed to scream? <laughs> it's, it's something, though, that Professor Frink would do. Yeah. Unnecessarily. Yeah. Homer is arrested, too, for doing the same thing as Bart. Yep. And oh, I kicked a giant mouse in the... Oh, cat in the butt or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just can't resist it, can you? The announcement. You're also your older, bolder, fatter, fatter son. son. <laughs> so funny. Marge is very annoyed when she walks in hmm. and... Was it? That's it. Throw her in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> Frank arrives. He got there quite quickly. He did. I don't know how he got there so fast. Well, he's always maybe he works in. there. Maybe it took the family well, like three he, days to get there. He worked on it. So yeah, maybe he's been. In he's a just lab always somewhere. been there. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. He comes to fix the robots. Frank is basically. He becomes um, Ian Malcolm here. I was going to say Frank is basically the black guy for. Uh, I forget the character name, but the guy from Westworld, the TV series. Yeah. Well, this is sort of. Like, this is a Westworld parody as well. Yeah. yeah. And as I said, Frank becomes all Ian Malcolm, the whole chaos theory. Yep. They'll figure out a way to evolve and yep. take over the world. And he Death predicts, finds a way. <laughs> yeah, it predicts 24 hours. Yeah. But forgot, goes not start killing him straight away. Oh, forgot to carry the one. Yeah. <laughs> it's all like, it's such a go-to maths joke. Yeah. Forgot to carry the one. It works perfectly here. Yeah. Family then, and I don't understand this. Why were the family then all of a sudden alone? I get that they were held underneath and they were yeah. getting sent maybe after hours, but why is there no one else around? Why, why would they be allowed to roam the park? Well, I it, it figure the, to an extent the robots have killed everyone else. They've or killed the, them. Or at the very least have chased everyone else off. So they walk out into a deserted park because the robots have been wreaking havoc for some time while they've been underground. That doesn't quite explain why there isn't still a guard with them. No. It but doesn't anyway. matter. It doesn't matter. Because it makes for a funny visual of mm. Homer thinking that the robot's coming onto him and he has the rag. Yeah. Yoo-hoo! And then I love when it comes back from commercial. He's still waving, and he's like so happy. He's you like, know what? I, that is true, actually. Yeah, like he's like I'm he's part like, of the Ooh, show. Yes, I love <laughs> the mood change here. is so abrupt, but it's really effective. The lights cutting cutting out. That's well, the whole thing, the lights, the the change, the music, yeah, the music, the, yeah. the darkness of everything that's going on in an episode that had no darkness whatsoever. Like it was, you it know, was fun Disneyland. There yeah. was a bit of gallows humor in there, but like this turns on on a dime into a genuine horror ending. I always saw this film when I was a kid. I always thought it was a Terminator parody. I always feel it's, like... Well, it's got elements of Terminator. Yeah, yeah, but it's never once actually referenced as a Terminator parody. No, I would have thought when you're getting the vision from the robots, it's like identifying Possibly, target. Yeah, That's a little yeah, bit yeah, Terminator. Yeah, that is, yeah. And the score in this the final do, scene, do, do, yeah, yeah, definitely sounds Terminator yeah, yeah, yeah. inspired. But it's, it's done to perfection. Yeah. It's so good. Dad, I think you're wrong about that robot trying to be your friend. Lisa, don't contradict your elders. Ah, my hair! 
chopped off my hair. Go oh God, I'm ugly. Marge says we should have gone to the bird sanctuary. Shut down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Molman here. I need the biggest seed bell you have. No, that's too big. Was <laughs> <laughs> this birds fucking hitting the tomb? Oh my! How did these guys think of this stuff? It's just so good. Mm. That on paper isn't funny. Well, you've got to trust your animators. And, and it's funny in a room. And your actors It's really as funny well. when you picture it. You can imagine it being. You can imagine it being funny. You imagine just the gotta... table read for this moments like that. So good. Yeah. <laughs> then Homer starts throwing everything at the robots to try and mm. stop them, including his underwear. Yes. Subtle things like having to struggle to pull the underwear off. It yeah. didn't just come off. Yeah. In, in a normal cartoon, he just pulled his underwear yeah. off. But it, it a bit of a struggle there. Nobody ruins his vacation or our vacations, but me and maybe, maybe the, boy. the boy. And then, sorry, it's the camera. Camera snaps, and then we get the the flash there, which is a little bit. Come, I can't say what because I don't want to spoil it. But that is a, the episode. Oh, no spoiler well, movie. There was a movie that's come out in recent times that I'm very much a fan of. That was a horror movie that has a similar twist. Mm, I'm intrigued. Mm. I don't want to know. Subscribe to my newsletter. Yeah. This here, the next line from Lisa. Very funny. Dad, the Flash must have scrambled their circuits. What are you, the narrator? Ugh, just keep taking pictures. Bart then gets... Goes to get more cameras. Mm. Smashy, smashy. Yeah, just for or the smashy, sake of it. smash or whatever it was. That's who he is. Yeah. Gets his dry cool action wearer hit out. How um, good is the way he delivers say cheese? That is pretty cool, actually, yeah. But, like, basically from this point on, it's just, you know, a bunch of things happen. Yep, yep. Um, but, I uh, yeah, like, you do get the great throwback to, you know, he gives it the dry cool wit and then you have Homer claw. Just well, once it's, it's all over. It's very Terminator-ish, isn't it, too, the, the catchphrase before he kills oh, somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely a, pa- a take on Arch Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Like, he, no one delivers one line, it's the way he does. No, no. Um, even the like, he slightly goes into a Schwarzenegger draw. It's an La Vista baby kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then Homer just die, die, yeah. die, evil robots. <laughs> Nothing with Dracula with like that. I love that Bart talks over him. Yeah. He doesn't give Homer his line, and Homer continues to talk. Yeah. But just under underneath. Yeah. It. And they were saying that that's a gag that they've never used since. Yeah. Which is why it's so funny here. Because yeah. it's so different. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it doesn't even give him the time. Doesn't yeah. allow him to speak. It's, it's like a, a Robert Altman type thing, just overlapping dialogue that you, you don't see. Not even not even just in Simpsons. You just don't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel kind of feel sorry for Homer. Mm. Because he didn't hear Bart say it. True. So, so he, he didn't realise he was copying Bart. Yeah. <laughs> and then we come to the realisation, or Bart comes to the realisation, this is yeah, yeah. the best vacation they've ever had. Marge they, doesn't believe it, but they no. have to explain to her. Yeah. And once they've laid out the argument, Nothing to go against. So, well, let's just never speak of it again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll accept it, but that's it. Never again. Roger Myers then rocks up. This is my second favorite moment yeah. of the whole episode. <laughs> it's the fact that he offers two passes. There's four of us. I said, two free passes. <laughs> but then Homer's, that's, that's better. better. <laughs> like that, that, like he, he just assumed was the way Roger Myers said it that he was getting more. Yeah. This next gag, bit outdated now. But I do remember saying on the podcast. Oh, Euro Disney. That Euro yeah. Disney, which is now Disney Paris, whatever. Yeah. Is shit. Like, it's really yeah, shit. Okay. I now I didn't realize because back then it was actually called Euro Disney, but back then they were really struggling. Well, now they're not. But back then they actually thought that Euro Disney was going to go out of business because no one was going there. That's what this gag was about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Then we get back home and the kids and Marge are watching TV, and this is sort of just to reiterate the theme of the episode that TV violence doesn't influence kids. Mm. Would you say it does? Oh, I, I look. It's one of those things you can't put a blanket 
statement on it. You can't say it does. You can't say it doesn't. There are some kids that it might. There are a lot of kids that it won't. And there are some kids that it might have somewhere in between. I love that they had Marge here being trying to be the voice of reason. But then when Lisa hits Bart, even she laughs. And then she has to try and stop herself and then yeah. punish Lisa for doing exactly what she was just doing. Um, it is pretty funny, actually. Like, the way that she has that, oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, go to your room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall, and, fantastic and off, episode, though. Yes. It is a great episode. I re- I, I really love it. I could watch this, and uh, you know, I could watch this a lot of times and never get sick of it. Yeah. What did we learn, Palmer? So, what did you learn from this episode, Mitch? I learned that if you chop up mice finely enough, you get a nice little dusting. You do. I learned that people in those costumes at theme parks are people, too. Javail! Mm. Javail is here! Ooh! Got some mailbag for us this week, Mitch. The mailbag is here, Dando, as always. Um, Jason Cannon wrote in, this isn't so much a question, more of a statement, but we were chatting about what could they possibly do for a new Simpsons movie. He threw out the idea of just having them do a musical, like go all out and have a Simpsons musical. That would be cool. I think it would work. It worked for South Park. Yes. And worked just we'll fine for South Park. Work. That, that movie has some fucking great songs. South like, Park. Yeah, yeah people, I love that soundtrack. Pe- people, I think a lot of parents were quick to judge because it's South Park. Yeah. But when you look back now, fuck that, it's great. Like that, yeah. the Uncle Fucker song, mate, so good. Well, it, it just lost out to Phil Collins, I think, for the Grammy. Really? Yeah. Um, what uh, the Tarzan soundtrack, I think, had come out that same year. Okay. Um, if, but like even Stan's opening number about mo- uh, Quiet Morning Town. Yeah is a great parody of Broadway beginning yep. kind of opening numbers. And um, cruelly underrated for me is the song that, that Satan sings um, up there, mm-hmm. that, where he really busts out. Um, it starts like, Sometimes I think when I look up real high. <laughs> and, but then like gets into full hardcore metal at the end with that, I want to live! I want to live up there! Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's so goddamn good. I love the when Cartman's mom, uh, Kyle's mom's a big fat bitch. Yeah, yeah. it says cut the kids around the world up in something like this. Yeah, and then <laughs> it's fucking it's just so stupid. It's funny. Um, what would Brian Boitano do for no reason whatsoever? <laughs> when Brian Boitano was in the Olympics skating for the gold, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Why not? <laughs> Uh, a guy in Cognito was one of the few people well one of the several people that wrote in uh, the dozens um, yeah and <laughs> dozens I love this the, sub- the subject that's realty bites you idiot yeah. anyway thank you very much Nicholas Conroy's got a Simpsons in real life story for Conroy. us Conroy good name mm, it is a good name um for politicians and four-finger discount fans alike. Hi, guys. Massive fan of the show, and I just had something I thought that Mitch would appreciate. Uh, Nick's whole cricket team are big fans of the Simpsons, and because of that, every time a player is sort of backing up a throw, like, um, this had happened in baseball as well. backing I up a throw mean? Oh, so field is throwing it, yeah, 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 field is throwing it to a keeper. If yeah. you're on the other side, you stand behind just to make sure if the ball goes through, then they're not going to get another run. Yeah. Um, that will have made no sense to anyone that doesn't understand cricket, and even to some people that do watch it. Uh, whenever someone is playing up a throw, um, as as if in you normally say "I've got your back" or "I'm backing" or anything along those lines, on their team, um, they'll say "I'm backing up" to the tune of "I'm checking in." I'm backing in. Is it backing in? Backing up. Backing up. Yeah. He's backing up. Back, back, backing. Oh, hang on! I just went Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's how it goes. I'm backing up. He's backing up. Backing, backing up. So, thank you very much. Keep the Simpsons in real life stories. We we'll love hearing how you can crowbar your own Simpsons reference into your regular life. Yeah. Also, send through some My Two Cents. I want to bring it back. 
The, the it's cheap, been a while cheap, since we heard a cheapskate story. Cheapskate stories. Yeah. So road rage stories, petty road rage, cheapskates. We all yeah. hear them. If you could combine being a cheapskate with petty road rage, that'd be nice. Like yes. maybe you tooted at someone because they turned their engine off at the top of the hill and they were only going down at 10Ks an hour. Well, it's worth... Yeah. Oh, you know what? I saw an accident yesterday driving home from work. A guy at the lights, lights went green, just took off in reverse straight into the car behind him. I don't know how he did it. Russell Coit style. <laughs> just straight. I'm like, I'm just sitting there just not paying attention. Yeah. And I start going to take off this little car next to me. Just a little laser. Yeah. Straight backwards into the car behind him. Put it into R for race mode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mate, and he was just, he didn't know what happened. <laughs> how he, would you? He, he couldn't believe it. I just kept going. Could you imagine <laughs> like being the guy behind him, seeing that come at your way? Going, <laughs> nowhere to go. This fucking dickhead. <laughs> And try explain that to your insurance agency. Because yeah. if I was the guy in front, I 100% would be like, the guy rear-ended me. Yeah. I was parked at a red light, mate. How else do you think yeah. I got hit? It has all happened so quickly. I was like, yeah, what's it? Did oh, you see, oh um, there was some brilliant footage that I saw. I don't know how old this is, but I only saw it the other week of a guy trying to pull an insurance scam on someone else. So it's... Um, it's dash cam footage of someone driving it looks like it's england it's definitely europe somewhere as this car's driving slowly on the road this guy walks out in front of him with his bike stops in the middle of the road backs his bike up into the bonnet and then just leaps on top of the bonnet trying to make it look like been there's hit? been an accident and then he's got a, an accomplice that comes out as if he's like oh, i was a witness i saw the whole thing and the guy's like, I have a video camera there that shows you just doing this. <laughs> and the two look in at the thing and then just bail up the road. <laughs> That's awesome. Brilliant. Um, Alex DeVries has got a really awesome story about how four-finger discount saved him from loneliness, desperation, and bears. Mm. Bears. Alex went on a solo 10-day, solo 10-day, 1,250-kilometer bike trip in the Canadian Northwest Territories. That man has upset his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't have one. That's it. Right off to the territories. <laughs> uh, it's um, so uh, it's about the same size as Australia's Northern Territory, but with essentially nobody. Well, that's pretty much our Northern Territory as well. And without any cell service. Loneliness and bike touring are a dangerous mix, so he pre-downloaded a wide selection of podcasts, but the download screw up, screwed up. He only got two episodes of Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, brackets oh, not, no. brackets not what you think, and mistakenly 40 episodes of Four Finger Discount. Now, I don't know how we're side by side in the download queue, but that's yeah, fine by happened. me. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Anyway. Um, he must have already had us as a must subscription. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was great. He was surprised how much he remembered the episodes he saw... Um, from decades ago and completely forgot about the grizzly bears and the constant swarm of bugs. And for that, he thanks us from Nottawa, Canada. Nottawa. Mm. Um, that's kind of cool. I like the idea of people listening to us by mistake. I yeah. think that's the best way. And then it enjoying happen. it. Yeah. Also too, if you are enjoying the show, please rate and review us in the iTunes store. Just helps us boost up the, mm-hmm. the rankings. So when people type Simpsons podcast into iTunes, we will be number one. That's what we're aiming for. So just rate and review us. We've had over 150 reviews so far. Keep them coming. If you don't want to give us five stars, what's the lowest we will accept? Five. five. <laughs> if you don't like us, don't review us. But if you do like the show, come to you free each and every week. Just re- couple if you don't like us, I'd be surprised if you were listening, listening to now. an hour and a half in. Frankly, even if you do like us, you've done well if you've made it this far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we really do appreciate the support. But just a couple of minutes of your time to go into iTunes and just rate and review us. Give us five stars. would really appreciate it. Hmm. What else we got in the mailbag this week, Mitch? I'm working my way through. Okay. The hand is... So many questions coming through these days. It's fantastic. Around. Mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au or you can just tweet Mitch as well at fourfingerpod. Hmm. 
you can send us messages via the Facebook page as well if you like, but there is a chance they will get lost in the shuffle because we get memes sent to us oh, all day, every day. What this we is found? a good way to end one. This is from Pat Wright. Um, Pat Wright is a long-time listener. He is a, pa- a long-time listener. I think he's one of our first donors. I think he, I think he might he have He gave been. us heaps of money. He's a good dude. Mm. Pat um, was at the post office today. Now, this is like not so much a specific Simpsons moment, but it could easily happen with uh, Mr. Burns. Um it was at the post office and a, quote, seasoned gentleman approached the clerk with an envelope in his hand. Seasoned? He stated that he had to email it. The email address was clearly written on the envelope. Oh, my. <laughs> poor, poor guy. But, hey. Was he emailing money to some Nigerian person? We <laughs> can only hope. <laughs> but is that the mailbag for That's the mailbag for this week. Alrighty. Please, um, okay, so your challenges next week. When have you tooted someone in a petty manner? Tooted. People understand. Indi- tooted. People in- overseas might not know what tooted means. When have you given someone the horn? Yes. Wait. That sounds kind of dirty, but mm, anyway. It is. But <laughs> um, <laughs> look at me pretending like I didn't do it on purpose. I know. What a pro. <laughs> and? Um, okay, what else do I want to know from My people? two cent stories. My two cent stories. And when have you ever. <laughs> When have you ever accidentally tried to blow up Guam? Let's let's get that from <laughs> let's get that from people. I'd love to hear from it. Yeah. Mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. Now, Mitch, do you want to just give the Patreon one last spiel before we head off? Yeah, guys, week? if if you haven't already, Patreon.com, we are you can yeah, Patreon.com is basically a way that you can support the show if you would like to support the show. Um You we'll, don't have to. You don't have to, by all means. Um, but we will give you some exclusive content if you can. If you just want to throw us a, a, so much as a dollar as a way to kind of help out with production costs and all that sort of stuff for the show. Or new for equipment, the, new headphones, new mics, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, for the many hours of free content that you've had so far. Some money in a new laptop to help the editing process. Yep, things and like that. I've invested some money in some diamond grills. Yeah, because much needed. Guy's got to have street cred. Yeah. if he's hosting a podcast. Exactly right. Um, and the KFC to get me through each recording. It does not come cheap. Ca- what happened? To, I thought you listened. Uh, sorry, I thought you used to eat at the burger joint down the road. Uh, I well, I have many many places. Okay. I, I spread myself around. I forgot yep. to tell you about the KFC actually. I think. My good wife is trying to plump me up a little bit because the other day I asked for just a normal KFC meal and I got like a boxed meal with three extra pieces of chicken and a burger. And I mean, ate it all because once it's in the house, what's a boy got to do? Yeah. And then, so today I was like, um, I was like, oh, Ash was stopping at KFC. I was going, look, I'll, I'll just have a burger combo, okay? Just just chips and a drink. I don't need yeah. the extra stuff. Which, and a burger. But yeah. then comes back with the large. Well, that's what you, that's what a man eats. You don't get a fucking small meal. Not a man. Come on, you don't get small meals. Look at me. Am I a man? You are in a man. any way, you shape, ta- or form. Don't listen to what they tell you. You are a man, I Mitchell. I am less of a man than the, <laughs> than the Nirvana baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you're wasting your time if you go to KFC and don't get a large meal. What's the fucking point? You don't need a large. Just like you don't need a foot-long sub. What are you talking about? Society has been tricked into thinking they need more food than they need. You don't need it, but you, a man wants these things. No. <laughs> you were so disgusted. No. No. <laughs> I don't want that. man wants beer. No. That's what a man wants. <laughs> beer and steaks. But what's the difference between filling yourself full of beer and filling yourself full of delicious Subway food? I fill myself full of the delicious Subway boo- uh, food and I've got less room for the beer. No. Priority. <laughs> no. <laughs> Alrighty. So, new spots is KFC, you reckon? They should be after that little spiel. Or Furfy. Or Furfy. That was supposed to be. Maybe happening. we should sponsor Furfy. If we could get ourselves on a Furfy labels, then everyone in Australia would know about us by now. You know what everyone's wearing around Geelong these days? Furfy beanies. Oh, 
Okay, good. I'm glad you answered that so quickly because I was going to come up with something. Let's do that again. <laughs> okay. And just give me enough of a pause for me to get the answer that came straight into my head. You know what everyone else is wearing a on these days? Condoms throughout the day just because you never know. <laughs> that went nowhere. <laughs> but that, that was legitimately the first thing that popped into my head. Condoms. I just pictured condoms. everyone in Geelong walking around with condoms on. Latex condoms. All with like that little knowing look in their eye of, eh? Eh? Just in how case. How about it? Just in case. Not how about it, but <laughs> I'm prepared. So, Mitch, final words for the listeners. Next week, we're going to be reviewing Sideshow Bob Roberts. Oh, I haven't seen that episode in such a long time. Mm. It's going to be great. It's got the last time I watched it was when I got the clip of uh, Sideshow Bob laughing and, and then made look it Trump. How happy he is. And made it Trump, yeah. Yeah. Um, no final words. Hopefully, there will still be a world for our podcast to go out into next week. You would hope so. Today's yeah. D Day. 15th. D Day. Today's the day that the North oh, Korea. Oh, North Korea yeah. have said that they're going to blow up Guam. Guam. Yeah. This podcast might never make it there. Well, not to Guam at the very least. From one card to 15, the Ridge is the last wallet you will ever need. RFID blocking to protect your information and offered with free worldwide shipping and a lifetime guarantee. And to save 10% on your next Ridge wallet, go to ridgewallet.com and type the code WALLETINSPECTOR. Ridge Wallet, it's the wallet for you.